0: Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. Join Doris Corda, Hawkins School's Associate Head and Director of Entrepreneurial Studies, as she shares her experience as an educational reformer told through conversations with Assistant Directors Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker. Get out of the building, our origin story. In this episode, Doris recalls the process of designing and building Hawkins entrepreneurial studies program in a high school and why using real business problems should be core to entrepreneurship programs. Doris and Tim also discussed the role of the Lean Launchpad methodology and design thinking and why it's so important to get out of the building. When you were planning this program, I know there were two schools of thought that you were intentional in, in sort of incorporating into the into building this, and those were uh, Lean Launchpad and Design Thinking. Uh, so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about the elements of each of those and, and how they have uh, how we use those in the course, how we've adapted them, how we've changed them, altered them, any of that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah,
1: actually, I, I, I'll actually say it a little differently than you just said it. So uh, when I first started planning this, I wanted to build an entrepreneurship class Uh, where students learn skills and knowledge by working on real problems on teams. That's really what I wanted. And I did some research my first year, and I looked around, and um, I learned some stuff about design thinking, and they have a great, as you know, they've even, and since then it's developed quite well. They've got some educators' toolkit stuff, which is really nice. Um, but I actually hadn't heard yet about Lean Launchpad. Um, that didn't come till later. There was a teacher that um, I hired at one point who had done a startup weekend, and um, she came across Lean Launchpad during that and said, hey, we should look at this. We went to a workshop. I met Steve Blank at a workshop um, I really, I had not been aware of it until then. And as you know, I did a Startup Weekend with you, actually. Yes. And we learned. So so when I learned about, well, let me say, say this also. When I scoured the scene, this was before anybody, before there was an, any, anything. When this I, is what year, approximately? Well, this, I've been here four and a half years. So this was 2011, 2012. So I, I was literally for that year just... I was doing two things. I was planning the major elements of the course, and I was looking around at what there was. And I also learn by doing, and when I design a new course, uh, I know that most of the design work happens when you're actually teaching it. So there's not, you know, there's only so much you can, you know this, there's only so much you can set up ahead of time. So, um... I researched that year where there were entrepreneurship programs. And what I found was very little, actually, that I considered entrepreneurship, hardly anything. I found, uh, this was five years ago, four and a half years ago, I found um, at the graduate school level, I did find some programs that were called entrepreneurship programs. When I looked into what they were, uh, they were almost entirely spray-painted MBA programs. They were still how to write a business plan, read this case study, let's talk about what, you know, da-da-da. Maybe there were some small business approach things. I found very little that fit what I was, you know, you've heard me say it, how to turn ideas into successful realities, all this stuff that I learned about entrepreneurship. I, I, as, as you know, in the software days... I didn't find much. The undergraduate level, I really didn't find anything. And at the K-12 level, wow, did I not find anything. (laughs) So I either found, um, you know, what Steve Blank refers to as how to build a lemonade stand, where there was some project somebody was doing to start, you know, uh, my mom has a great chocolate chip cookie recipe and I'm gonna sell them at the corner. Or, or selling
0: pencils on the school store or, model, or right? The that kind sell, of thing. that's right, mm-hmm. selling
1: pencils. Although I have to say, back then, even there, there wasn't even a lot of that. I mean, you know, now it feels like oh, everybody has an entrepreneurship program and there are pitch competitions all over the place. That's really been very recent that that stuff's developed. So I didn't see a whole lot. And the reality is, um, I, other people had started to hear about Lean Launchpad. I had not yet. It was very early for Steve Blank and those guys as well. So um, we dove in, and what I was very, very focused on was um, how, with the finding the real business problems and structuring those, and how how we would set up the problem solving so that the learning would happen and. Uh, the learning along the way, and what were the kinds of assignments and materials and research they could find along the way, etc. So uh, that's where my head was, and having taught for many years, I, I, w- I was really thinking about what should those problems look like, and then how do we guide the learning along the way, et cetera. So when uh, you know when she said, "Hey, you really need to look into this Lean Launchpad," and then we did a startup weekend and we went to Steve's um, educators workshop, um, I was very excited, and um, we used Lean Launchpad really from the beginning as the um, method, the foundational methodology for. Um, developing the business model and um so the um it's really i'm not the only person to you know i i remember when i realized this in the in the in the first educators workshop steve's educators workshop it's the scientific method for today that's really what it is you make hypotheses it structures hypothesis making and then you have to either validate or reject your hypothesis, based on research that you do, then you come up with new. I mean, you've seen it, right? Yeah,
0: I think it it might be worth uh, stepping back for a second and just talking for a few minutes about Startup Weekend, in case people don't know or not yeah, familiar yeah, with that, yeah. and how and and what that is. It's uh, it's basically a pitch competition yeah. uh, that's over a weekend, and they hold these in every city, yeah. uh, all cities across the world, yeah. and you basically have 54 hours to put uh, put an idea into reality and So you get together on a Friday night with people who you may not know, you probably don't know, you listen to pitches, you self-select teams on Sunday night, you then present a six, seven, eight minute presentation to judges based on this business model that you've created. And that in itself is not particularly uh, important, but what's important is the process you described in Lean Launchpad, this idea of spending that weekend if you're doing it right yeah. <laughs> going out and validating your idea right. talking to people interviewing people uh, and then incorporating those ideas into your into the pitch you're going to give right. on sunday night and i think it's important to just briefly touch on that because it's sort of how i came to lean launchpad and if you know nothing about lean launchpad or um, or this model a startup weekend is a good way to kind of get your feet wet and yeah commit one weekend and you yeah. do it instead right. of reading about right. it. Uh, so I thought it, that was probably good just to kind of lay that groundwork yeah. so people understand what we're talking about yeah. with Startup Weekend.
1: Yeah, and um, and and there's a lot too, right? The whole lean startup approach, right? With, um, you know, what we've learned about um, how to turn ideas into successful realities that can scale and have broad appeal and impact and... and um, and you know how to do that and you know everything from you don't create a good plan for a startup by going into a room and spending six months building a business plan and coming out the other end and saying okay now I'm ready to how do you actually develop a product that solves a problem or fills a need how do you do that well um, you know there are processes in lean startup that have been um, developed. It's interesting over the course of many, many, many different people using these in many different contexts for many different reasons. So
0: let's talk about one that's pretty core to to what we do, this mm-hmm. idea of an MVP. Mm, and yeah. So can you maybe talk about what an MVP is and how we use it in the context of our Right.
1: And I should say that um, I will. And I should say that we really don't do a um, we really don't go full throttle with lean startup until the very final part of the class. So in the first uh, more than two thirds, maybe three fourths of the class. Um, we use some of these methods. Um, we use design thinking tools. We use a whole bunch of different things. But it isn't really until the very end of the course where this MVP comes in. For example.
0: Right. Yeah. It's worth it's worth saying this is not a Lean Launchpad course. Right. <laughs> we use That's elements right. of it. We use so.
1: elements mm-hmm. of it. We use Lean Startup as the scientific Lean Launchpad as the scientific method. We use elements of it. Absolutely. The minimally viable product is really important because as happens with Uh, engineers and adults in the real world, um, the natural inclination of our students when they come up with a problem they want to solve is to go into a room and engineer the solution and stay in that room engineering the solution until they're ready and they can come out and say, here it is. And so this minimally viable product that you are really looking to build the very smallest thing you can build that actually solves the problem how you do that how you test that how you use that is a really actually it it sounds simple but it's elegant and it's a very sophisticated process that I should say it's a process that results in the students learning a very sophisticated approach to developing anything it's a, it's a, it's really an interesting thing they learn that we don't call it this but in the course of using these lean startup methodologies they develop very sophisticated understandings of patterns and systems and process development and project management that regardless of what they do in the future are going to come in very handy.
0: Yes, and and some of those approaches apply to even the business problems that we tackle in in the first part of the they course. They totally
1: do, which is why we have them watch the Udacity Steve yeah. blank videos. That's the very first thing they do coming into the class. Yeah.
0: It, w- one of the mantras, if we can call it that, is get out of the building.
1: Yes, so, teach mantra, right? Yeah,
0: so I mean we know what that means physically, but right. um, we've, we've right. helped train educators who are not fortunate enough to have a, right. Um, right. you know, have those resources right outside the physical right. front door. So what does it get out of the building mean for the, the the approach in general? What's, that, what's behind well, that idea? Well, it's,
1: it's about, you know, it's about, um, it's about uh, understanding that you can't know. Mm-hmm. That you can't know. No matter how smart you think you are, you don't know. And the only way you learn is from others. So I certainly experienced it in the first 15 years of my career in the software business, which was filled mostly, this was the cowboy days, and I was mostly engineers, who were mostly in love with their technology. And, and you know, a sales or marketing presentation was usually a feature fest. Yeah. Like, you know, it does this and it does this and it does that. And the fact that nobody actually else, other than the person talking about it, wanted it or thought it was that cool or needed it, I mean, there were so many crash and burn stories, right? I saw it. I learned this. I was never the smartest person in the room, but I listened. I, I listened, and I knew that I didn't know, and I needed to ask people, well, what do you need, and does this work, and how do you use it? And that's really, it's interesting when you use some of these things with teenagers, you know? You have teenagers who really haven't had yet to work very hard at, Um, you know, interacting with others and communications with others and listening hasn't really been a key ingredient for their success yet. So many of them haven't developed that yet. And you know this, we have so many students who um, the thing they resist most is first getting out of the building at all, and second, when they do get out of the building, they still don't, they don't know it's not obvious to them how to have a how to do a communication with another human being well um, and toward, toward a purpose. So there's a lot of learning in that. You know, we talk about Lean Startup and we talk about Lean Launchpad, and those are really useful. Um, but really what happens is if you take a step up from all this, we're talking about problem solving. And in any Problem-solving exercise where the problems are difficult and real and unknowable. Uh, yet, um, you have to you have to use whatever resources and whatever techniques make sense at the time. Um, by equipping the students early on with lean startup methods, with design thinking, the toolkit, how to build a you know persona, or how to interview for empathy, you know, these different things. Those are tools I would call Lean Startup foundational methodology. It's more than just tools, a lot more than tools. It's an approach, it's a philosophy, it's a methodology, it's a whole line. By equipping students with all this, they're increasingly armed with things they can use to solve these problems.
0: Right. And the interview process, uh, it's not even necessarily a lean launch pad approach. It's just basic right. design, good design principles. This idea that you want to elicit uh, stories from people that will tell you what they do not necessarily what they say and students inclination is to ask yes and no questions that validate what they already know they want to validate. That's
1: right, (laughs) that's right. And one of the things that's interesting about Lean Launchpad and Lean Startup and the whole methodology and the reason for the word lean, at least in my mind, is this whole notion that you try stuff, you try little things out and you learn from that and then you iterate and try again. You know, change some stuff, try again. Then you try again. I mean, what what industry, context, job, part of your adult life, does that? Is that not a crazy valuable way to approach things, right? So even if, and this is why, you know, when we do a workshop or we have somebody come and visit who wants us to help them build a course, even if it's not an entrepreneurship course, there are elements of this that are hugely valuable and it doesn't have to be you know a business model canvas with these nine blocks you'll see online that people have modified you know the business model canvas to the point where you almost the only way you recognize that it's still a business model canvas is it has the nine blocks etc or whatever but they're sometimes the nine blocks sometimes sometimes right right, right right but you know whether it's you know Whatever it is, um, you can use elements of it, and that's really what we did. We said, well, that is, we're teaching an entrepreneurship class. Here is an approach, a methodology that is fully developed for customer development, agile development, scientific method for building, a, a, a iteratively building a solution. Wow, is that cool. Let's use it. Teach it to the kids early on. They get it. They start experiencing it um, over the course of the course. They increasingly use more and more of it. Um, but along the way, they don't look at that as, oh, I must solve problems using this approach. It's, it, it, they use all kinds of things. It's a giving them a skill set and language and tools to... Experiment, try, fail. There's try again. They're useful in anything.
0: For more information and resources, go to doschoolbetter.com. Podcasts created by Tim Desmond, Doris Corda, and Allison Tanker. Produced by Tim Desmond.